Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the Core Speaks podcast. Would also like to say happy holidays and wishing you a early Merry Christmas. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking to Enteric Lee. Enteric has done some amazing things. He has made history at the age of 26 as the youngest candidate to run for mayor in his hometown. Currently, he is the town councilman of Blackville, South Carolina, and a business owner of a car wash and detailing business. So without further ado, I would like to introduce to you, Enteric. Hi. Hello, Cora. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. Can't complain at all. That's good. So I won't be before you long. I just wanted to talk to you briefly about your career and some of the great things that you've been able to do um, as you continue to inspire other people to go after their dreams. So I just have a few questions for you and then we'll wrap it up. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, Enteric Lee, uh, 28 years of age, um, born and raised in the town of Blackville, big town of Blackville, small, but big, <laughs> um, and I'm currently serving as a town councilman here and I'm a uh, local business owner. Okay. So tell me a little bit about that first endeavor, which is the politics. Could you talk about that a little bit? Yes. Um, well, my first uh, I guess rodeo, that's what I call it, was um, about two years ago when I ran for mayor. <clears throat> it was by far the hardest thing on planet to do um, it, because you learn you learn more about people. Um, you know, you, you could have someone you knew all your life, but when, as soon as you put politics in the midst of it, everything changes. Everything changes. People look at you differently, they talk to you differently. Um, so it, it was a lot. It was a lot. I people told me that I shouldn't be running. I'm too young. I had to, I had to kept I kept um, referring them back to you know you don't have to be 18 years of age, stay in the city limits, and be a U.S. citizen. That's all it took to run for mayor or town council. Um, but they wasn't hearing that. All they were saying is you didn't have any experience. You're too young. That's all that they were. That's all they had in their mind. But right. Um, it, it teaches you a lot now. It, it, it just teaches you a lot. You, you know, you got to speak to this person. I, you got to, you know, I have some people, some people told my family, said, I, I'm not vote for him because he, he didn't speak to me in the store the other day. <laughs> you know, it was, it was, it was stuff like that. And I'm like, wow. wow. You know, I know the current mayor don't, don't speak to everybody that walks in the store, but, uh, but yeah, it was a, but I wouldn't change it for nothing in the world. I, I had I learned a lot out of it and it and it put my name out there. It set me up for exposure. So fast forward two years later, um, I ran for town council. And that that wasn't that was a breeze. That was a breeze. And I won that I won the election. I had like a hundred and um, hundred and forty five votes. So I wasn't too bad for for um, considering that was my second go around. And that's really good. Um, you know, so why do you feel what is it about politics that, you know, drives you or what is it that sparks your interest about politics? Well, um, what really, my biggest thing is I, I, I always love to help people. So I feel like if, if you can be in a position to help someone directly, not saying you have to have a title to your name to help someone, but 
when you have a title to your name, you can help things move along quicker or you can have answers faster. And um, that was always something. I said, well, what could I do? So I said, politics is something that you know what goes on behind the scenes. Um, you know, somebody comes to you about a question, you make an answer right away or you can get the information to them right away. And um, if someone come, with you, come to you with a problem, it may be something small to you, but it could be big to them and you can help them out, man. That's, that's just got to be the most best thing in the world you can do. So, um, and people look up to you too. So you have to live, right. you know, tread softly. So people look up to you. So, um, that was what, that's, that's pretty much it. It's just to, to help people. That's all. Okay. And so do you feel like it's also, you know, allowed you to be more personable with people because obviously you have to do a lot of communicating and connecting and talking with people so uh yes yeah sure um like people will tell you stuff on their their personal beliefs and what they feel um that's needed in the town and you know they're gonna express and sometimes the things they tell you it may be what you need to hear but it's it may be not what you're willing to accept if that makes sense um you know, they're going to tell you the honest opinion. They're going to tell you what's needed. And I and you can connect with them on a personal level. I mean, because this is the town that you stay in and they stay in. And they, they have entrusted in you to get the job done. So you're going to connect with them on a personal level. No doubt about that. Right. So tell me about that endeavor, you know, running for mayor. Tell me just a little bit briefly about that experience as far as, you know, campaigning, social media getting people out to you know support you yeah tell me a little bit about that um well the campaign it, it was it was literally something every day um you know it was something every day i uh i you know of course we i ordered about um i ordered about a hundred 150 signs which was enough to cover the whole town of blackville mm-hmm um, 150 signs. I did robocalling. Um, I did, um, I can't think of the other calling, but I did, I know I did robocalling and ordered the signs and, um, sent out flyers, went to churches, um, try to attend any small events around town. I, I can attend. If I see somebody in the store, you got to talk to them and, you know, tell them, tell them what your plans are. Um, I got on the radio, I did radio interviews. Um, I did a lot. I did a lot. All while working a full-time job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not running a business, working a full-time job. Matter of fact, working a full-time job and running a business. So, um, but I did all that. And I really didn't, honestly, I really didn't have a, a lot of help from family. You know, I'm just being honest. I didn't have a whole lot of help from family. So you got to have, I had to have a lot of, I had to have, I had to find gas when all my gas ran out <laughs> to keep going. You got to, you know, you gotta have to be motivated to keep going. Right. You really, but yeah, it was campaigning was something. It was something every day, literally every day. Something that was something. Yeah, and you really had to tread soft, softly and watch what you do um, in the people's eyes too, right. as well. So, right. Yeah. Especially now, you know, with politics, you have to be, you know, careful. Really, just how you carry yourself, how you speak, how you move, because the slightest thing can, you know, backfire. So I definitely understand what you're saying with that. Um, oh, yeah. Why did you want to become mayor of your hometown? I wanted to become mayor 
um, for the town of Blackville because I just felt like it needed that. And I was talking to someone about this the other day. And I, I don't have any, I never had any hard feelings against the current mayor. Never did, never will. Um, but I just felt like, I said, well, and I, our biggest issue here is that we don't get a lot of support from the citizens to be on different boards, to, you know, help with a lot of, we, they're coming around now, but they help with a lot of different events. And just to be, because the mayor and council can't do everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to have a citizen to put something out there or to be able to step up and, and just be involved. And sometimes it takes the people in the town to do that. And somebody besides mayor and council, they can't do everything. So I feel like as a mayor, you're the leader. You're the top. You're at the top. Right. And right. in order, in order for I use an example for an older guy the other day. I was talking to him. Um, I said, in order for that's like working at a job. In order for you to have a good relationship with your boss, or for you to go above and beyond for your boss, you have to feel that you you are, you are being appreciated by your boss. Correct. Yes. Okay. So I felt like as a mayor as a mayor or any leader, but as a mayor, you got to show the people, and especially in a small rural town like this, that you care. You told them that you care. If it ain't nothing but you getting in your car or you getting on a golf cart or whatever the case may be and riding around and talking to people, knocking on their doors, talking to them, is there anything I can do for you? Uh, you know what I mean? Find out what their needs are, what their wants are. And not saying that you're going to be able to satisfy everybody now, but you just got to get that one-on-one connection and then you can move forward. So I felt like, you know, as mayor, that's what I was scribing to do first was get that one-on-one connection with everyone. And then we can go from there. That started at the top and then we go down. So that was that. Okay. So do you personally feel like at some point you will run for mayor again? Oh, sure. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And two more years, I plan on having my name back on the ballot again. So I plan on doing all I can now as town council to get involved with everything and learn the ins and out of, um, uh, the municipal and how it runs because there's a lot into it or it's a lot into it um, I actually just started my my courses uh, for, the, for the Municipal Association of South Carolina just started that those courses for more than what people think so I plan on just get you know getting involved and learn everything that I can talk to the mayor council a lot get that relationship with them and yeah you're definitely plan on running again okay so tell me a little bit about, you know, your role with the town council and, you know, as far as, you know, what's your typical as far as like your meetings and what does that entail? Well, um, like I said, I'm just newly elected. So it's, it's a lot still that I know I got experience mm-hmm. just dealing with people. But um, basically, um, if there's any issues, like um, if someone has an a, a issue, maybe you know, water issue or they have a police chief issue or just a complaint in general, mm-hmm. they'll find you or mayor number or whatever and they'll give you a call and you try to address those issues as much as you can. Not saying every time it'll be in their favor, but that's just one of your jobs. And um, we have, sometimes we have special call meetings um, when we have to approve different things. Uh, recently we had when we had to approve um, some funding that we gave to the employees for Christmas. Uh, we had to approve that in a special call meeting. Um, but normally we, we just meet um, every third Monday oh. of each month. Every third Monday of each month. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
so in addition to that, you're also a an entrepreneur. So tell me about business. Shine time, car wash, and detailing. things can happen along the way um, to deter you from your dreams. But um, I started my business eight years ago with about 300 bucks. 300 I started my business. Uh, went to Dollar General, brought a couple of supplies, and that's it. Just started from there. Word of mouth. Word of mouth is the biggest advertisement. Word of mouth is the biggest advertisement. Word of mouth and your character. Your character also is all good. So you learn that as well. Um, but the Exactly where to start, but it is a lot. You gotta you definitely gotta have a passion and you gotta have a certain type of mind frame to be entrepreneur. It is not for the weak mind, it is you have to find something every day. Every day that makes you go. It's, it's easy to give up. My crazy stuff. I had a full time job running a full fledged business, and also we started a, a restaurant. Uh, I opened a restaurant up, a soulful restaurant. We ran about two years, and I um, closed it down. So it's, it just sounds like you've, you've always been, you know, in your own way, a hustler or maybe that's not the right word, but 
just have that business mindset. So why is entrepreneurship important to you? Was it instilled in you as a child? Is it just something that you always knew you wanted to, you know, pursue? Well, this, this is my thing. Yeah, it wasn't instilled in me. Um, it's like I said earlier, it was something that I always wanted to do. Entrepreneurship, because if you, it's just, you know, if, if you can start something and watch it grow, the work you put into it, just say if you, for example, if you started a business and it could be 10 years down the road, that business now, it makes a million dollars a year. You see what I'm saying? If you start a business and it makes that much money and you say, you know what? I started this from the ground, from the ground up. And now I'm living off of it. I don't have to go clock in on nobody's clock. I don't have to tell somebody when I want to take off. And it just, it's just that, that freedom. It's just that freedom. But in order to be free, you have to be financially free first, <laughs> you know? Right. So I said, business seems like it's that, not saying that working a job is wrong, but entrepreneurship is the key to wealth. It's the key to wealth. You know, whether it's investing or whatever the case may be, but it's entrepreneurship is the key to wealth. So that's what I always thought. I said, entrepreneurship, it has to be um the gateway it has to be the gateway and it is it, it, and it entices with my dream so and in high school i took a course entrepreneurship i don't know if you had that course in high school but we had it yeah. uh, entrepreneurship and i loved it every minute of it so uh yeah. that's all it was that's the passion those classes um advertising entrepreneurship so yes mm-hmm. yes ma'am it was, it was it was it was just you know it's just something that i always wanted to do at heart you know, and you have to follow your heart. You have to follow your heart, even though it can, and it, it really can cause you some things. It can cause you a lot of things, but you have to follow your heart. At some point, your dream will come to reality. I mean, you just got to, what what makes the next person who had that dream now is successful and living in that dream different from me? Mm-hmm. Nope, you know? <laughs> so that's, that's my take on that. And you talked about um, earlier as far as, you know, working for like a company called Bridgestone, how did that influence you um, as it relates to your own entrepreneurial endeavors? Well, uh, it influenced me because I got tired of working night shift. (laughs) I got tired of working 12 hour nights. You know, we did swing shift, but I got tired of working it. And I had the when I want to take off and if I want to go out of town or go on a trip, I got to put in vacation days. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just stuff like that. I got an hour that I can eat or 30 minutes that I can eat. Uh, you know, or if I go to the restroom too many times, I got to tell somebody why I've been going to the restroom. It's just, it was just too much answering. You know, I'm not saying nothing wrong. It's just, just not right for me. So, and if you are at heart entrepreneur, it ain't going to sit right, which you have to deal with it now. Because sometimes you got to, to deal with certain things to get to a certain place that you need. Like I said earlier, you, you need finances in order to do certain things. So it can definitely help you. It helped me a lot on the financial side and it helped me a lot dealing with different people. So that's what that's what that is. And how did you juggle, you know, working and also running the bit uh, running the restaurant? How did you do that? Well, I don't, I, to this day, I don't know. Because, okay. well, my my mom and my my mom and my sister helped me out a good bit on that. Um, 
but it was still stuff that they would call me about or if I was on my scheduled days off and I'd be up there at my, my detailing business and they'll, you know, I might have to go down there. So it, it was a lot. It was the grace of God. I'm just going to say you that. That's all I can say. Okay. It was the grace of God. Yeah. Okay. That's what so, What is your passion? Obviously, you have a amazing work ethic and, you know, you just keep going and you have a lot of drive, which is really, really great. What is what is your passion? Or what are you passionate about? Um, my passion is simply, you mean in, in a career state or? Yes, career. Okay. Yeah, well, um, well my, my, my passion is, is to, my passion is detailing cars. Honestly, mm-hmm. that's, that's my passion. I just like the, the clean cars. That's just all it is on that end. And then my other passion, like I, what's ties into politics is I just love helping people. You know, that that's all. Both of them. Politics, I just love helping people as a, as a businessman. I love detailing cars. That's my passion at heart. So that's why I started a business in detailing cars. I love it. So what led, to, what led to it sounds like you were able to take two things that you love and make it work for you business wise um, as far as you know, what led to that as far as, you know, you have a passion for cars and seeing them, you know, clean, what what was it? Or just seeing people happy? Well, well, I love cars. Uh, that too. That too. I, I love cars. I probably have a lot more money um, <laughs> if I went buying stuff over the time, but I, I love cars. I, I love cars. I love sports cars and I love clean cars. Mm-hmm. And I love cleaning cars, so it just all ties together. You know okay. what I mean? I just have a passion for cars. Right. Okay. 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 Yes, ma'am. So when you're not working and you're not, you know, in your meeting <laughs> um, with the town council, what do you like to do for fun? What does Interior like to do for fun? Well, um, I love, uh, like I said earlier, I love cars. So I love racing. I love going to the drag strip sometimes. It's not, nothing like going on to a drag strip on a Thursday or a Saturday night. It's just, uh, you know, the tires out there, you smoke, you know, everybody ranting and raving about which car going to win. It's just, it's just a thrill. Um, and I don't, I don't own a race car. All I have is a, a Mustang, but I don't own one. But um, it's just, it's just the, the path, it's just the drive and the, this is the excitement of being out there, man. It's just awesome. And I also, anything dealing with music, <laughs> music and food, I love. I'm, I don't really, I don't really, I'm not really into the rap thing, rap music. I like a couple rap songs, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. um, I'm mostly into, you know, your older music, um, <laughs> probably 80s, <laughs> 70s music. And uh, I like jazz. I like jazz. Jazz music mellows me out. Um, it, because people, people don't understand, music actually can help you through a lot of things. And whether it's gospel, I like gospel too. Whether it's gospel or, you know, whether it's slow music, whether it's, you know, party music, it's just a lot, it can help you through a lot of things, you know. Yeah. I don't know about you, but music has helped me through, through the day sometimes. I don't know it, about you. It does. It's a work day or just, honestly, it definitely helps a lot. Um, yeah. And it's yeah. like, you know, motivated or upbeat. Typically, you know, when people work out and exercise, they put on their favorite music to, you know, get through that very strenuous workout. So I agree with that. Yes, ma'am. And just, you know, me being curious, where do you like to race? 
Oh, it's uh, well, it's a couple of tracks around here. It's um, I like to go see the race up at Jackson. It's on the outside of um, Aiken, Jackson, South Carolina. Um, uh, Carolina Dragway. They 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 usually have a pretty good crowd and you know good racing or whatever, testing tune. And then it's a, a older one. Well, it's two in Orangeburg too that I go to Orangeburg, South Carolina. Um, it's one. It's called Bowman Dragway. Then you got South Carolina Motor Play. Bowman is more of a more of a more laid back. You can park your truck by the gate and sit. You know, <laughs> sit there and watch the race stuff like that. And then the other one is more people. So I mean, I, I, if I just want a mellow day, or just want to sit back and relax, just you know, sit sit on top of the car or something, and look at the racetrack, I go to Bowman, um, South Carolina Dragway. Or if I but if I want to. Here's a lot and see a lot of people I go up to Jackson, South Carolina. Um, you know, it was truly a pleasure speaking with you about your career, your path, and do you have any advice for you know younger people who may be listening um, as it relates to you know school education, you know going into you know starting their own businesses or even going into politics? Do you have any? advice for that yes um well first off let's 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 say if you do desire to be in business for yourself um speak on that note first um you just have to go into it with the mind frame that that you're good first off it's a risk that's a big risk and secondly you just got to go into the mind in it with the mind frame is you got to fail a lot. You got to fail. I mean, that's just what it is. If you wasn't born with something, you got to fail. You have to fail. You got, mm-hmm. You're going to fail at, not in life, but you're going to fail at the task at hand a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's going to be some things you're going to set back and you say, no, I could have did this differently. Or I just now I got to, to backtrack and make up for my mistake that I did and I failed. So, um, and on the business side, you just have to keep going, man. You have to keep going. You're gonna lose a lot of money. You're gonna. Uh, you're not gonna satisfy every customer. It's impossible to satisfy every person. It is impossible. Um, and you just have to. You just have to have the drive. Like I said earlier, it is not for the weak mind. You have to have a strong mind. You have to be motivated. Um, I've had plenty of long nights, restless nights. Um, so you just have to be able to keep going. That's all I can say on, on that end. Um, but, and a lot of people don't understand is in business, networking is important. Networking is important. Networking and um, word of mouth advertising is what's going to get you to the top. You know, if you think about, it, we all know this older person that you probably know them since you was little. And they always work for themselves. And they never you never seen an advertisement with their name on it. But they ran a successful business. Mm-hmm. It's because it was all word of mouth. You know what I mean? It was all, you know, go down there and talk to Randy. He does good carpentry work, you know, but it's he's been doing carpentry work 50 years and you've never seen advertising on this truck or nothing. So you see <laughs> and it's just uh networking is very essential as an entrepreneur. Uh networking is very your face. You know your character, all that stuff is very important in business. Um, far as politics, um, I would advise anybody if you are thinking about being in politics, um, get involved with somebody that you know 
that is a politician and maybe talk to them and kind of get close to them and learn some things from them um, and start now. Start now because to get in, you get in at a younger age. It, it seems to me it'll, it'll help you out more if you plan on progressing with it. Um, what was the other thing you said, Cor? Um, honestly, that's what it. That was the the main question that I had as it related to, um, you know, giving advice to who may be interested in going into business or if they're interested in being, you know, a politician on the local level, um, or even if they have other plans as far as that is concerned. Yeah, well, you know, and and also never, um, never, like, it's a lot of things that you can get certified for and become successful in it. You know, you can become a a real estate agent. Um, I actually started the courses on that too. I got to, finish as I have so much going on lately but um you become a real estate agent uh insurance agent I was looking at that once too becoming an insurance agent um that's something that if you think about it that's something that I never you always got to have insurance you got to have a car you got to have insurance on your house you got it's good to have life insurance you don't have to have it but it's good to have life insurance right um so that's always something good and I actually did the research on that a lot of people don't know this is that to get your uh, insurance license in the state of South Carolina is only $45. Mm. So, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people don't know that. Uh, <laughs> I just found that out about two weeks ago. So, uh, you know, it's small things like that, whether it's getting certified or whether it's going back to school or whatever the case may be, um, it could be something small to get you to the next level, but you just got to buckle down and do it. I have to tell myself these things too. So I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. By far, I'm not perfect, but you know, you have to buckle down and do these things because time waits for neither me or you. Before you know it, we'll be, we'll be, should be ready to retire soon. So uh, I don't know about you, but I would hate to be um, 70 years old and still working towards a goal. So Mm -hmm. that's all I got to say on that. And what keeps you motivated each day to, you know, go hard in your business, go hard um, at your meetings? What What is it that keeps you doing that? Well, I'm just going to wrap this up in one for you. What keeps me going overall in life, in, in my life in general, is because this is the way I feel. We only live once. Um, far as what I'm, I ain't know nobody that left, lived, you know, that died and came back. <laughs> so uh, we only live once. So do your heart's desire, you know, chase your dream because the honest fact that we're going to die, you know, we're going to die. So create the life that you desire and go with it. Just, just fight, just fight with it. Steve Harvey said something once. Um, he said the only, he said that dash in between your tombstone, you know, your sunrise and your sunset, that's, what really matters mm-hmm. so that dash in between your sunrise and sunset on your tombstone or on your, your obituary whatever the case may be that what matters that what matters because that's that's what's going to tell when you uh, when you leave this place well if you got kids to pass it down to whatever the case may be that's what's going to tell you know think about the people that's, that, that we all know that has died or gone on and we know them by what they've done in life or what they sought out to do or what they, you know, that's, that's just, so 
I said that to say this, is just go after your dreams, get what you want, do what you want, and just live life and make a difference along the way. That's all I got to say. Okay. So, like I said, I just wanted to say thank you again for joining us today. Um, it's a pleasure, you know, as you just honestly dropped a lot of gems and knowledge about, you know, going after your dreams and honestly just making things happen. Honestly, you just give off the vibe that you just go after everything that you want, that you want to acquire. And I feel like that can inspire somebody else who may listen to this episode. Um, I would like to ask you this last question. How can people follow you on social media to support your business? So I know you have your Shine Time car wash and detailing business. So at this time, if you want to just, you know, talk about your hours of operation, if you want to talk about you know, if you have a Facebook or any kind of social media, um, go ahead and put that stuff out there right now. Okay. Um, well, I only have um, one social media platform for my business, which probably ain't a good thing. My my brother's stuff tell me I should have Instagram, but I don't really mess with Instagram like that. But um, the Facebook page is um, Sign Time Car Wash Barnwell. Um, uh, I was an operation with clothes on Mondays and Sundays, of course. Um, I'm open from um, 8 to 5.30. Um, pretty much specialize in any of your full detailing. If it's engine cleaning, uh, waxing, buffing, uh, rain spot removal, um, whatever you think you need done to make your car look brand new, showroom shine ready, uh, time can make that happen. So that's pretty much the only um far as social media platform I have um, that's pretty much it okay and you can google you can google my business too and it'll pull all my information up there so. okay and also if you um, have any social media where people can follow you as it relates to your political career if you want to drop that information at this time you're welcome to if you don't want to you don't have to no I just have my personal page enterically um, that's E-N-T-E-R-I-C-K um, Lee, L-E-E, and that's my personal page there, so that's pretty much all I have on that end. Okay, and you did say that there's two ways to pronounce your first name. <laughs> Is that something you want to talk about? Yeah, yeah um, it's I pronounce it enteric, my mom pronounced it enteric. Um, okay, cool. And it's, it's, it's just you know, I was curious it's the same thing. Like, where does that name come from? Nobody in the world is named Terry in this world. Um, but she said some parts of it, and this might sound funny, crazy, but some parts of it come from a uh, Chinese recipe. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 it with that part. <laughs> Well, guys, there you have it. Um, I don't know if you have anything else that you would like to share, Terry. No, just just follow your dreams. That's all I can say, just follow your dreams. And, and like I said, it, it might cost you to risk a lot because um, I have done risk a lot and currently um, risking a lot. So you have to you have to be able to, you have to, you, you can't be scared, if that makes sense. You can't be scared. You just have to just do it if it's, if it's if it's not the right decision, you'll find it out along the way. But you got to just do it because you can't just do it. Mm. Just do it. 
Well, thank you so much for joining us today um, and all of the advice as well as all of your endeavors. We truly wish you the absolute best and thank you again. And guys, I hope that you are able to glean something from this interview and please, please, please follow him on Facebook and learn more about his business. So thank you guys for tuning in and thank you, Terry. Yes, ma'am. Have a good one. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye.